the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, guess who made the front page of the Drudge Report? Would you believe Tom Brady? There he was, right on the top of the front page with all the things happening in the world right now. And Drudge does cover the entire world, as I'm sure you know, and, he, and, and it gets hundreds of millions of hits. There he was, picture and everything, most of the day. So if the Steelers uh, beating the Patriots is good enough to be the lead story on the Drudge Report, which it was, as I said, for most of the day, then it's big enough to be the lead story here. And just as an aside, my column yesterday predicted a Steelers win. But enough about me. Uh, it was a big deal because it was the Patriots, because what had been happening with the uh, with the Steelers in the previous, what, three or four weeks, uh, actually three losses in a row and four really bad games in a row. But I thought you'd be interested in hearing what was being said before the game. Not around here, because you know what's being said around here in Pittsburgh on, in the media. Uh, this is what somebody named Michael Hurley wrote on Friday at CBSBoston.com. Now, the headline says... Tom Brady will destroy the Steelers on Sunday. That's a start. Boston is obviously the capital of the Tom Brady hysteria world where they think every game that has ever been won by the Patriots is because of Tom and no game they ever lost was his fault and where they say he's the greatest football player who ever lived and maybe the greatest athlete who ever lived. And if you're not and, and you are not allowed to even discuss about discuss it, much less debate it. He's not, by the way, but here's here's a little bit of uh, what um, Hurley wrote. He said, enough is enough. That's what Tom's going to be saying now because of the way things have been going. And then he writes, Tom's just an amazing guy. The idea of losing a fifth game in a row at his age, he's 41, most must physically repulse him. The idea of losing to the Steelers in Pittsburgh must nauseate him. Tom was nauseated by this. We're going to see the manifestation of those feelings come late Sunday afternoon Afternoon, the game has all the markings of an all-time performance out of, are you ready, the greatest quarterback who ever played the sport. Pittsburgh's defense is not prepared. Then he goes on to say, put simply, when good quarterbacks have played the Steelers, they've played better than the best quarterback in the NFL. Now enter Tom Brady, fresh off a loss during which he threw the ball with precision and power, but also made an uncharacteristic mental gaffe that cost his team critical points, looking to maintain playoff positioning as a top team in the conference and looking to do so against a team he's always dominated in a building where he's always excelled. All the signs are pointing to a dynamite day of football from Tom Brady. Tom is going to will his team to victory. Can you see this? And with that, and with last week's loss, no doubt ruining Brady's entire week, that's where the enough is enough mindset may take over. But one thing we can already know long before this game kicks off is that Tom Brady is going to have himself a day against the Steelers. Jim Nance and Tony Romo will be driving America crazy with their praise of the quarterback whose age will be mentioned innumerable times during the broadcast. At a point in the season where his team desperately needs it, Tom Brady is in position to provide a vintage performance you'd be crazy to believe that he won't deliver. And, of course, he didn't deliver. Tom was just, just going to not let his team lose, but they lost. And by the way, the Steelers-Patriots game yesterday was the highest-rated game on any network this season. Uh, and so, you know, that's what it was. But there's your Steelers-Patriots anyway. We have other more important things uh, going on, unless you think the Steelers being the Patriots is more important than your health care. But in case you missed it, the uh, a, a judge in Texas declared Obamacare unconstitutional. I believe it was on Friday. 
Now, that should have happened about, I don't know, three minutes after the Supreme Court heard the testimony a few years back. But we will talk with a guy who says it should have happened a long time ago and what it means going forward after the millions of people die in the streets, of course, from having the thing, you know, Obamacare ending. So we'll see what happens after that. But we're going to talk about that when we come back here on the John Steigerwald Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Stick around. Obamacare, Trump Care, ACA, COBRA, there are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind, expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years, Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Worried about the penalty? All of Marley Financial plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. In years past, most families had a local jeweler they could go to with confidence and trust. In these changing times, one store has managed to say the same. LS Jewelers has been family-owned and operated for over 65 years. LS Jewelers in Robinson Town Center is a full-service jewelry store. We have the largest selection of laboratory-certified diamonds and engagement rings with both the finest quality and the best price. We also do custom design work as well as in-house repair. Don't trust your diamond purchase with just anyone. Come to LS Jewelers for the best price, service, quality, and selection. The original Mattress Factory's mission is simple. We hand-build quality mattresses in our local factories. We sell those mattresses directly to our customers so we can eliminate the middleman, saving you hundreds of dollars compared to mainstream brands. While the other guys have their gimmicks, the original Mattress Factory has a straightforward approach and is committed to quality and doing what's best for our customers. It's what we've done for almost 30 years. Go to OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. Great beds, no bull. That is the original Mattress Factory difference. Quality products plus factory direct prices equals great value. Mattresses that are designed with better materials. Mattresses that are hand-built in local factories. Mattresses that cost hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Now, I know what you're thinking. This all sounds too good to be true, right? Well, it isn't. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. The original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. Are you about to pay double for roof replacement or repair? If you haven't called Windows or Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for siding, doors, gutters, downspouts, and roof replacement and repair. Factory certified by North America's largest roof manufacturer, Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months on up to $20,000. Windows R Us will match any competitor's price. No hidden fees or surprises ever. Schedule a free roof inspection today. Mention AM 1250 for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company. Windows R Us, more than a window company. Visit windowsruspittsburgh.com. You wouldn't put a square peg in a round hole, so why would you deploy a traditional firewall in a modern decentralized network? Firewalls have new requirements for businesses leveraging SaaS-based applications and public cloud platforms like AWS, Azure, and Google Cloud. We're in the cloud generation now, so your firewalls have to be engineered to fit right in. Reclaim your cloud network. Try a Barracuda cloud generation network or application firewall free at barracuda.com slash firewalls. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. So the big news around here may be the Steelers beating the Patriots, but something a little bit more important than that happened just before we left here on Friday, and that was a judge in Texas declared that Obamacare is unconstitutional. That has some people upset. John Daniel Davidson of The Federalist thinks it should have happened a long time ago. He joins us now. John, thanks for being here. 
Thanks for having me. So, um, what did the judge in Texas find that five Supreme Court justices, justices couldn't find? Well, the judge in Texas essentially said the individual mandate uh, violates the Constitution. And without the individual mandate, the rest of the law can't stand. In other words, you can't sever the individual mandate from the rest of the law. So if the mandate goes, the entire law goes. And he reached this conclusion because the Congress in the tax bill they passed uh, took away all the penalties for the individual mandate. And as we all know, just Justice John Roberts in 2012 called the individual mandate penalty a tax. But if there is no tax, then it doesn't count. As if there's no if there's no payment for the tax, it doesn't count. And so that that's, that was the judge's thinking. He said if if there is no uh, uh, if the tax isn't really a tax, uh, then it's not constitutional, and so the law has to be thrown out. And so, how much contorting did did John Roberts have to do to declare the mandate a tax in the first place? Well, this was a big complaint among conservatives back in 2012 when uh, the health care law was before the Supreme Court. John Roberts essentially wanted to save the law, and so he made an argument that the architects of Obamacare and the Obama administration never made, which was to say the penalty, the fine you pay for not having insurance is just a tax, and so it's allowable under the federal government's taxing power. Of course, it wasn't a tax, and it was never construed as a tax by the people who created the law. In fact, the Obama administration argued that it was allowed under the Commerce Clause, that they can regulate health insurance like they can regulate anything else. The Supreme Court found that that was not constitutional. Uh, but again, Roberts you know, did, did some mental gymnastics and found a way to save the law, temporarily anyway. If I remember correctly, the uh, people who pushed it through, and it was, only, it was not signed uh, or not uh, voted on by one uh, Republican, um, it w- they were recoiling in horror at the suggestion that it was a tax. Yeah, they were also recoiling in horror at the suggestion that it was allowable under the Commerce Clause, as Justice Antonin Scalia famously said. You know, if you can, if you can order people to buy private health insurance, why can't you order them to buy broccoli, or order them to buy a car, or order them to buy or do pretty much anything? Uh, so the the vista for unlimited power of the federal government over our lives that this argument opened up was something that, that was uh, was and remains uh, a very scary prospect to anybody who understands the power of the federal government. Uh, for conservatives, that's a bad thing. I guess for progressives, that's a good thing. It's it's kind of scary to me, or it's, it's, it's almost beyond belief to me, that it would require a Supreme Court full of really smart, well-trained, dedicated justices to look at the Constitution for more than 15 seconds and decide that somewhere in there, there's uh, the government has given the power over the people to tell them something they have to buy, no matter what it is. I mean, how, how did it get be? How did it get out of the, the planning room? That's what I that's what I never understand. No, it's absolutely a very tortured uh, way of, of writing a law and, and a way to try to get around fundamental limits on, on the power of the federal government. Uh, you know, and, and that's one of the reasons why Obamacare has had such a hard time uh, getting off the ground, is that despite the penalty, a lot of people just didn't sign up for it. Um, they, it wasn't worth it, especially to younger people, people who don't have as many health problems, who are unlikely to actually use an, a health insurance plan very often. They saw the price tag. Uh, when the Obamacare exchange was open, and they said, "Oh, I'll just pay the, I'll just pay the penalty," and when that started causing problems in the exchanges, of course, because the exchanges were were designed to have all these young people paying into it, because that was the whole scheme was to redistribute wealth from younger people and healthier people to older and sicker people. Um, you know, a lot of health policy uh, people on the left started arguing, "Look, the penalty is not." Uh, strong enough. We need a more punitive penalty to force people to make it hurt if they don't sign up for health insurance. And, and that's what they were arguing for at the time. Yeah, and so uh, basically the, the plan was, uh, the, and the whole thing was uh, based upon the knowledge that young people weren't insuring themselves and 
uh, and it was unfortunate, unfortunate that they found out that they really didn't have to because many of them got away with it and waited until they got older. But we can't have that. So we make the young people buy something they don't want, maybe not even need, and that'll pay for the people who need it. As if, and, and, and then expecting people to just accept that, which, of course, the Democrats and progressives did. Yeah, and the irony was they, for, they were trying to force people to buy a product that had just been made much more expensive by federal law. And that's the whole pre-existing conditions debate. You know, if you, you know, as soon as they, they said you know, insurance companies can't deny coverage to anybody with the pre-existing conditions, well, the price of insurance just, just skyrocketed at that point. Because, of course, we're not really talking about insurance anymore. Uh, you can't insure against a pre-existing condition. So a lot of plans that young people, that were popular among young people, high deductible uh, plans that didn't cover a lot but did give catastrophic coverage if something bad happened, those were the kinds of plans that young people bought before Obamacare. They tended to buy those plans, and they were cheap plans. The ones that made sense to them. That's right. (laughs) That made sense for their situation. Those plans all disappeared after after the ACA was passed, and instead they had these plans that were five, six, seven hundred, up to, you know, a thousand dollars for what essentially was a bare bones plan. Young people said, forget that. I'll just pay the fine and, and be done with it. If something happens to me, I'll pay out of pocket. Uh, and that, of course, made, made it so the law didn't work very well. We're talking to John Daniel Davidson of the Federalists about the, uh, the judge in Texas who declared the, that Obamacare was unconstitutional. It took seven years, but or six years, whatever it is. Anyway, um, so the, the whole the the pre-existing conditions thing is something I've, I've never been able to understand, and now that's all they talk about. That's as soon as this ruling uh, came down by the judge, the first thing out of um, Nancy Pelosi's mouth and everybody's mouth who was uh, um, shocked by the ruling or angered by it was the the first things that they the first thing that they mentioned was pre-existing conditions and and that, that no longer are people going to be covered for pre-existing conditions. I insurance when did insurance insurance ever cover a pre-existing condition? Yeah, exactly right. The the whole thing about pre-existing conditions by making that change as I said they redefined kind of what insurance would be and made it rather than being insurance against you know something that might happen it made it a prepaid health care policy. It's a charity, isn't it, John? Insurance. Exactly, exactly. You're prepaying for care. Yeah. Uh, you're not insuring against anything. And so, of course, the monthly premiums are going to go up under that sort of scheme. But this is, I think this is all part of kind of the vision that Democrats have had for health care for a very long time, which is that they don't want private insurance companies to insure people against risk or let people choose what kind of risk they're willing to accept. They would rather have a Medicare for all type of situation where there is no insurance. There's just there's just prepaid care, and uh, and everybody is guaranteed health care. Uh, and if something happens, then you know uh, then taxpayers will pay for it. And you know and there's there's plenty of people on the right who think that you know Obamacare was never really going to work and that it was a stalking horse for a single payer system, which is exactly where the Democratic Party is today when they talk about health care reform. You know, the next time that they control Congress and the White House, they're going to push for a Medicare for all type of solution in which there will be no private insurance. Private insurance will become a thing of the past and and the entire country will be on a Medicaid or a Medicare type of of system. And they've all they've uh, evolved in the last couple of years to um, the point where they're not afraid to admit that that's what they want. There was a time not too long ago where they would they would they would uh, recoil in horror at that suggestion too. Oh no, we're not. That's not what we're saying at all. Now they're that's perfectly right. and, willing to say it. And, and if you if you go back and and you know recall the debates that we had in two thousand nine and two thousand ten around the Affordable Care Act, that's the argument the Obama administration repeatedly made. That, oh, this is all about private enterprise and competition and you know people are going to be able to shop for private plans online like like buying something on amazon and prices are going to go down because of competition they couched it in this very uh capitalist free market rhetoric as though they were you know creating an exciting new consumer product uh and and that was the language they used and that was the marketing that they used 
and and it was all very cynical because the you know all it took was a cursory examination of what the law actually did to see that it wasn't a market-based thing at all there wasn't going to be competition at all there was going to be higher prices uh, and, and worse product for for American consumers. And like, people like to talk about the many lies that Donald Trump has told, and uh, you know they they can make a case for that. But this is one gigantic, humongous lie that affects every person in America, and it's based on a gigantic lie, isn't it? That's right, and it was it was lie upon lie upon lie. Uh, you know the the idea that, as Obama said, the average family will save twenty five hundred dollars uh, a year in their premiums. Uh, that was that was never true. That was that was a lie from the moment he he said it. He couldn't possibly have believed that. Um, and, and in fact, you saw sort of liberal uh, writers and journalists at the time trying to uh, twist his words into something resembling the truth. So they're like they, right. they say things like, yeah. "Oh, oh, he, he meant twenty five hundred dollars less than what." Your health care would have cost without yeah. Obamacare, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which yeah. You know, is, there's no way to know. Uh, there's no way to argue against that kind of twisted logic. But it was a cynical scheme from the beginning, uh, and it was it was meant to mislead and to to deceive. Uh, and, and some of the architects of the law, like Jonathan Gruber, were were foolish enough to actually be caught on tape admitting that that it yeah. was a cynical yeah. ploy, and they were. De- depending on the stupidity of the American voter to get it passed. Yeah, and um, they, this is not something that affects a few people. It affects every single person in the United States of America. That's right. That's right. And, and you know, uh, it's not just the people who are on the exchanges or the people who are on Medicaid. Uh, everybody pays more for health insurance and for health care because of these kinds of interventions. And Obamacare is only, only the most recent one. We've had interventions in the healthcare market for generations now, going back to World War II. And, uh, you know, there's a reason that healthcare is so much more expensive in this country than it is in some other places that actually do have a market-based systems uh, that, uh, you know, it, it would behoove Republicans while they have the chance to be, get serious about replacing Obamacare with, with uh, a, a healthcare reform that actually might work to lower costs and focus on cost rather than on coverage, which is what Obamacare did. And you mentioned John Gruber. Was it, is it, and he said that uh, the, the American voters are stupid enough that they'll get this through. Was, was it that uh, the American people aren't as stupid as he thought or that not enough of them were stupid enough? <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, uh, you know, you got to give the American people credit. They, they, they catch on real quick once they actually get hit in the pocketbook. And you know, as I said earlier, the reason that the Obamacare exchanges never got off the ground is because when people saw the price tag, uh, you know, just wasn't worth it. Uh, you know, yes, lower income people have gotten uh, federal subsidies to help offset the cost of some plans, uh, and those people have benefited. Yes, some more people are eligible for Medicare uh, uh, or, uh, excuse me, Medicaid in some states. Um, and, and that can help in some situations, but most people have not benefited from Obamacare. Most people uh, have only experienced the law as something that has increased the cost of health care, uh, you know, at a time when health care costs have been increasing anyway. And so I think the impression is that it's made things worse, um, but it's also a twist of our entire conversation about it. So now we have to interminably talk about pre-existing conditions yep. as though those are something that you can have insurance for, which it's not. I have less than a minute left here, John. Uh, is there any guarantee if it ends up back in the Supreme Court that the outcome is going to be any different? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, it's, so, it's been so unpredictable to, uh, uh, you know, so far there's really no way to predict how the Supreme Court is going to think about the law at this point. Um, you know, so many of the rulings have been counterintuitive, contradictory, uh, you know, really a kind of uh, uh, tortured logic that pretty much anything could come out of the Supreme Court if this makes it all the way there. Uh, and so I, I don't think that conservatives or people who are opponents of Obamacare should take too much solace in this ruling from Texas because it very well might be a permanent or a temporary, not a permanent victory. There's still plenty of stupidity out there, right? Thanks, John. I I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Okay. And we'll be right back.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Another day of mounting losses on Wall Street as the Dow Jones Industrial Average slumped over 500 points. The second straight drop of 2% and the fourth big drop this month. Correspondent George Bonzani reports. There are a host of reasons offered, but financial analyst Hillary Kramer suggests that right now the market is feeding off its own fears, causing a downward pull. I think the volatility is really, in, in and of itself, spooking the market. Hillary Kramer edits the financial newsletter Game Changers in cooperation with Salem Media, parent company of SRN News. Oil dropped under $50 a barrel today. Health stocks declined on the legal decision against Obamacare. There was uncertainty about what the Fed will do on interest rates this week and the possible government shutdown. Again, the Dow down by 508 points, the Nasdaq dropping 157, the S&P lower by 54. This is SRN News. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, If SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-607-3551. That's 800-607-3551. 800-607-3551. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Joe Walsh will always tell you which side of an issue he's on. Whose side are you on? Whose side am I on? I'm on the side of freedom and limited government. What's your next question? I'm on the side of the Constitution. I'm on the side of open, transparent, honest, and limited government. I'm on the side of freedom. The Joe Walsh Radio Program. Weeknights at 9, right after Larry Elder at 7, at AM 1250. The Answer. It is axiomatic that when subsidies are given to induce new airlines to offer flights out of Pittsburgh International Airport to specific destinations, there will be negative consequences for existing carriers, such as was the case for Delta Airlines. Unfortunately, it's a lesson unlearned by the Allegheny County Airport Authority. Learn more about why subsidizing private companies is folly at AlleghenyInstitute.org, challenging conventional thinking since 1995. It's truly the most wonderful time of the year. Hi, this is Tun Shilkin from my friends at Calusi Chevrolet. And all month long, they're offering the Chevy employee discount to everyone. Lease an Equinox LS for only $156 a month. It's a 24-month, 20,000-mile lease with $19.99 plus fees due at signing. Now, you must qualify. You can buy with confidence at Calusi Chevrolet, knowing they've been in business for over 100 years. They're easy to find online at Calusi.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. In years past, most families had a local jeweler they could go to with confidence and trust. In these changing times, one store has managed to say the same. LS Jewelers has been family-owned and operated for over 65 years. LS Jewelers in Robinson Town Center is a full-service jewelry store. We have the largest selection of laboratory-certified diamonds and engagement rings with both the finest quality and the best price. We also do custom design work as well as in-house repair. Don't trust your diamond purchase with just anyone. Come to LS Jewelers for the best price, service, quality, and selection. Protecting data across modern decentralized networks presents challenges that traditional backup solutions can't handle. At best, you'll waste time and money managing multiple solutions. At worst, gaps in coverage will leave your data vulnerable. Barracuda Backup is a single cloud-integrated solution that simplifies the backup process and allows data replication to anywhere on your network, a private cloud, Barracuda's cloud, or to the AWS public cloud. Reclaim your data. Try Barracuda Backup free at barracuda.com slash backup. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. It is a busy Monday rush hour on the Parkway West. Inbound your delays start around Roslyn Farms Road down in Fort Pitt Tunnel. Just a lot of volume through there. On the outbound side, not bad. Parkway East Heavy outbound Boulevard of the Allies to Edgewood Swissvale. Inbound delays from Edgewood Swissvale to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Boulevard of the Allies to the Fort Pitt Bridge. We still have delays northbound 79 from Forest Grove Road to Grand Avenue after an earlier crash cleared out. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer, weather. 
Patchy clouds expected for tonight with a low right around 26 degrees. Then chilly for your Tuesday tomorrow. We'll see a mixture of clouds and sun with a high of just 35 in the afternoon. Mainly clear and chilly tomorrow night with a low of 24. Turns out mostly sunny for the middle of the week on Wednesday. A milder afternoon with a high near 45 degrees. I'm meteorologist Samantha Walp on AM 1250 The Answer. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Um, maybe we should call this uh, segment. I don't have a guest here, and uh, I'll open the phones up if you want to chime in here on this uh, subject or anything else. Uh, 844-292-1250. 302-1250. The other ones, never mind. 844-302-1250. Um, but I, I, used, I did a podcast a while back, and I had a segment called uh, Why We Are Doomed. Um, I'm going to start this with the story about the Boy Scouts. This doesn't necessarily mean we're doomed, but the things that follow here are kind of related to this. Um, the Boy Scouts, this is a piece by Rod Dreher at the American Conservative, and it says, Bye-bye, Boy Scouts. And it's, uh, it says, Boy Scouts of America are reportedly considering seeking bankruptcy protection. Now, the problem is um, lawsuits over sex abuse and a declining membership. Shouldn't surprise anybody. But uh, as Dreher writes here, who, oh, who could have imagined that an organization reeling from lawsuits having to do with male scoutmasters sexually abusing boys under their care would suffer by, are you ready, opening its ranks to scoutmasters sexually attracted to males. <laughs> Think about this for a minute. This is an organization that's been around for hundreds of years, or 100, I don't know how long, a long time. And they're surprised that they have issues with sexual abuse um, of boys after they've allowed gay men in as scoutmasters. And they're getting lawsuits, and that could put them out of business. Um and the Boy Scouts also admitted girls. We talked about this a while back, um, which is, of course, was the sign that the organization no longer existed. If you're a, if you're the Boy Scouts and you're an all male uh, or organization, then you are the Boy Scouts. If you let girls in, you are no longer the organization that the girls supposedly wanted to join. Um, so there you go. Uh, let's go to. Um, I've got a caller, Chuck. Uh, you're on the line. Go ahead. Hey, hey, John. Uh, you said we're doomed. We are doomed. Every Thanksgiving morning, I walk my dog down to the local park for the last maybe ten, twelve years, and I would watch the annual turkey ball. A bunch Foot- of kids, maybe football. What's that? Yeah, football. Right. We right. all did. A bunch it. of kids. Oh yeah. I mean, these kids are in their late twenties, early twenties, and I watch them for half an hour. Yeah. This year, I go down. They're not playing football. They're playing soccer. <laughs> well, you know, um, I, I don't have any really strong feelings about uh, soccer or turkey bowls. Uh, I only feel that uh, parents who teach their kids how to play soccer should be sentenced to life in prison. And that uh, if you are a, a healthy male and you don't play football, it doesn't have to be necessarily on Thanksgiving Day. But if you don't have a turkey bowl game uh, and you're under the age of, I don't know, pick a, you know, 30, 32 and you don't play football, then it's a good chance. I, I think it would be safe to say that you should be deported. But, I mean, I, I don't know. There may be kind of strong opinions. I don't know. But other than that, I don't have anything, you know, any strong feelings about that. I'll tell you what I found, um, uh, Chuck, was that the fields were empty. Um, well, you know what? I'm, I'm a little bit younger than you. I'm in my late 50s. But when I was growing up, every field had a football game going on Thanksgiving. No, of course. You had to get there early to make sure you got a spot. And there'd be more than one going on on the field. And um, that that was, to me, the best part of Thanksgiving vacation, even when I was in college. Obviously, I was a little bit older. Knowing that I was going to come home uh, for the weekend and I would be involved in at least one major football game and probably more than that. But... Um, and I will say this, my grandsons who are in high school, uh, I know they played. And they uh, they actually, because they got out of school Wednesday for some reason, they played Wednesday night. And, uh, out in the South Hills around where I live, there are fields with lights and artificial turf, that, which we would have killed for, and those fields are empty most of the time. And we well, you know what? Go ahead, John. Go ahead. Uh, go, go ahead. You're up. No, uh, you know, you hit the nail on the head with me about soccer. You you did something like that about a month ago, and I, I said to myself, right on, because 
uh, I can't figure it out myself. No, I just figure out the game, and I just don't understand. <laughs> well, I don't. I, don't I, I listen, Chuck. I fully understand that. The, one of the reasons I feel the way I do about it is I don't understand it. But and I'm also of the age, and uh, I know there are a lot of guys listening who feel the same way or, or experience the same thing. And I am not. And maybe you're different, but I, I, I am not lying when I say to you, I did not know one kid who played soccer when I was growing up, when I was a kid. Nobody played it. I mean, I, and I don't, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not saying I didn't know one, and I really mean I meant, you know, I merely mean to say I knew like five. I didn't know one kid who played soccer, organized soccer. Now, I didn't know anybody who played hockey either, except for my cousins who played. But but so hockey was new then too, So but still. Uh, so it's a new thing to me, and I uh, it's the worst thing that ever happened. Well, not the worst, but it's up there. With among the worst things that ever happened to the United States of America was the popularity of soccer. I, I I gotta, totally, there might be some people out there who disagree with that, but well, sorry. I totally agree with you, buddy. I totally agree with you on that one. All right, well, thanks for calling, Chuck. I appreciate John, it. You have a great show. A great show. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye bye. Yeah. Number is eight four four three zero two twelve fifty, and Chuck got in. Uh, so uh, on the Boy Scouts here. Um, they did. They they just ruined it by uh, letting girls in because it does, it, it, when I say ruined it, it's not a too strong a word because it, the organization ceased to exist when they let them in. Um, so there you have that. The dissolution of the Boy Scouts, uh, according to Rod here, is uh, what happens when a society and a culture have destroyed what it means to boy, be a boy and replaced it with nothing but self-hatred. My friend said that to see how uh, viscerally these little boys, this is about a friend of his who um uh didn't didn't have who had uh, a group of kids who did not have fathers at home and he said to see how these little b- boys craved male attention and a male presence melted his heart what his own son took for granted a loving father in a stable home was an impossible luxury for the other boys in the pack that's why this guy got involved in scouting um and I was never a scout I wasn't into that at all didn't care about it but you know I knew a lot of kids who were obviously um so there you have that's that's the boy scouts and uh they're they're getting ready to go out of business and um it, it says here that the only reason that <laughs> This is what I agree with. The only reason any boy ever signed up for scouts anyway, it certainly wasn't to be cool or to get ladies. It was to build fires, shoot guns, sleep out under the stars, and play with sharp things. The sissification of the BSA happened long before they started admitting girls, and that couldn't be more true. So that's that's one thing. So there we are with that. Um, and I, I got a couple other ones here. Here's a good one. And again, the phone number is uh, 844-302-1250. Um, the dean at the Appalachian State, this is a short quickie, he urges students to use freshmores instead of freshmen to be more inclusive uh, from now on. Uh, they're freshmores. And the term was brought to Appalachian State by Dr. Jeffrey Valbush. He was hired in July of last year, and he brought it with him from the place where he used to be, the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire uh, so there you go. If you're going to send your kid to Appalachian State and he or she uh, is a first-year student there, they will be called Freshmores, if you don't mind. I hope that's okay with you. And then you have this. And we're we're going to – I don't know. I, I'm, I try to put these in order of how nauseating they were, um, but – or how much it uh, – more? maybe I shouldn't say that – more of an indication of why we're doomed um, – I think I'll go with this one next. This is an 11-year-old kid who performed in drag at a nightclub in uh, Brooklyn, and it's called the $3 Bill in Brooklyn, and the uh, patrons were throwing money at him. And his, uh, his name is Desmond is Amazing. Now, remember, he's 11, actually, 11 years old. Uh, and the, the nightclub, uh, he, he donned a blonde wig, high heels, a girl's crop top, and full makeup, and he danced, danced to No Doubts, Just a Girl uh, at the $3 Bill Club. Adults in the audience threw dollar bills at him, and uh, he's known, as I said, as Desmond is Amazing. And the club promoted the event, the event through uh, Eventbrite, and this is, now remember, they're promoting an 11-year-old kid, 10, yeah, he's 11 now, 11-year-old kid in drag. Only in New York, it said on the uh, advertisement, a nightclub that makes you go, whoa. 
The promotion said, and it says, featuring upcoming legend from television and the runway, Desmond is amazing. So you have a 10-year-old kid who is a legend. And why is he a legend? Because he puts on girls' clothes and dances around. First of all, how does anybody become legendary for doing something like that? But that's what he's doing. Uh, This stage, this dance floor, this house is ours as long as we protect it. Um, And parents, the kid's parents... Um, uh, have uh, not only supported him but uh, in dressing in drag, but they promoted his act in magazines and on websites, social media, and national television. This kid showed up on Good Morning America at one point, and I didn't see it because I can't watch Good Morning America for longer than 30 seconds at a time, but um, I can imagine that they slobbered all over him and laughed and thought how wonderful it was. And he's 10, 11. I guess he's 11. I was 10 back then. Uh, He was on Good Morning America, and he's already a notable LGBTQ activist and advocate, according to his website. He has a website. He's a 10-year-old boy, 11-year-old boy, and he dances around in women's clothes. But uh, the, the good thing is RuPaul really thinks he's doing a nice job. You know who RuPaul is, right? RuPaul has reportedly called Desmond. Are you ready for this? Now, that, uh, when, I, when I say that we're doomed, if RuPaul is right about this, this is what RuPaul said about what I say. This kid called himself Desmond the Amazing or something. Uh, RuPaul has called Desmond. Are you ready for the quote? The future of America. So that should make you feel good as you're driving home tonight after a hard day's work. That the future of America, wouldn't that make you feel good to know that the future of America is your 10-year-old or 11-year-old son or grandson being called legendary because he wears makeup and puts on girls' clothes and dances around in a nightclub? Now, first of all, what could this 11-year-old kid possibly know about anything? Number one, anything. But he's 11, and so he's a legend. And so, uh, by all accounts, if this uh, is a true story, um, by the way, and if you have a son who's interested in this, um, he will be uh, uh, releasing a uh, la- he's launching a cosmetic line for drag kids. That's on his website. So they have that. So maybe the kid will get re- rich selling cosmetics to gay 10, 11 year old boys who want to, you know, be uh, dancing a, in a gay nightclub. And that's just wonderful. So there. There's a, one example why we're go- doomed. Uh, I think I gave you a couple there, but how much time do we have? Uh, time to go into one more here? Yeah, I got this. Is um, Mattel is going to meet? That's the toy company is going to meet with a same-sex couple who demand gay Barbie wedding sets. Matt Jacoby and Nick Caprio are the names. They're going to be uh, married next year. They recently discovered that Mattel only creates wedding-style Barbie and Ken doll sets. So Aaron Byrne, the brilliant and uh, attentive producer, who also at one time apparently was a a young girl, uh, she said, how about just getting two Ken dolls, you know? Well, you think you're smart for saying that, Aaron, but they thought of that, and apparently that wasn't good enough. So they, they set out to rectify the problem. And they also, guess where they also appeared? Good Morning America. So there's one. Other, there's a couple of reasons why, well, never mind. Um, so they, they, wanted to get, they, they wanted to combine the male dolls in a single package to pre- represent a same-sex couple instead of having to go out and buy two Ken and Barbie sets. And then, so they, they campaigned Mattel to begin manufacturing same-sex couples in their wedding sets. And um, that's, that's what you got. So, and that's coming. Uh, they, Good Morning America reached out to the couple who's been together for more than a decade to schedule a meeting. Um, and well, a company spokesperson uh, reached out to them to schedule a meeting. So Mattel will be talking to them and maybe they can get uh, Desmond the Amazing involved and have a really good time. So that's what you have going on. And that's why there's a really good chance we're doomed. Close to retirement? 
experienced a nice Trumponomics bump in your portfolio? Well, we know the market goes up, and unfortunately, we also know it goes down. Don't risk your retirement to market whims. Learn how you can lock in those gains today by spending time with the team at Marley Financial. Todd Marley and the experts at Marley Financial can help you design a retirement plan that is bulletproof against the market's ups and downs. The team at Marley Financial uses a multitude of different techniques to make sure that you have a retirement plan that is tax-friendly, stable, and worry-free. Oh, and speaking of taxes, did you know that Marley Financial can handle that too? With all the changes in the tax laws, be sure you're taking advantage of the best possible deduction and make sure you know what adjustments to make for your overall financial picture going forward. Call today for a no-obligation consultation to see just how for 25 years the clients at Marley Financial have never had a retirement plan fail. Call 724-884-1496 today. 724-884-1496 or visit them at MarleyFG.com. Are you about to pay double for new windows, siding, or doors? If you haven't called Windows R Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, gutters, siding doors, and, of course, windows. Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months and up to $20,000 on new vinyl, fiberglass, or wood windows. With options like triple-pane glass and names like Pella, no hidden fees or surprises ever. Your no-loophole lifetime warranty covers everything, including glass breakage, at no additional cost. Mention AM 1250 with your free estimate for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company, WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. The original Mattress Factory's mission is simple. We hand-build quality mattresses in our local factories. We sell those mattresses directly to our customers so we can eliminate the middleman, saving you hundreds of dollars compared to mainstream brands. While the other guys have their gimmicks, the original Mattress Factory has a straightforward approach and is committed to quality and doing what's best for our customers. It's what we've done for almost 30 years. Go to OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. Great beds, no bull. That is the original Mattress Factory difference. Quality products plus factory direct prices equals great value. Mattresses that are designed with better materials. Mattresses that are hand-built in local factories. Mattresses that cost hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Now, I know what you're thinking. This all sounds too good to be true, right? Well, it isn't. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. The answer knows what our fan club members really want for Christmas. The one you're actually allowed to have. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Don't shoot your eye out. Enter our fan club Christmas giveaway at TheAnswerPGH.com. Now through December 18th for a chance at great prizes, including $100 gift cards to popular retailers and more, with multiple ways to increase your chance to win a gift for yourself or someone you love. Enter the fan club Christmas giveaway at TheAnswerPGH.com slash contests. Over two-thirds of Christian young people will step away from their faith while attending a non-Christian college or university. But AM 1250 The Answer and Salem Media Pittsburgh have a solution. Salem Media Pittsburgh has partnered with Judson University, a private Christian college, in offering a limited number of special grants designed to decrease the cost of tuition by over half. These tuition grants are available now. Call our tuition solution specialist at 412-503-4769 to reserve yours. Warning, listening to this program program may expose you to toxic masculinity the john steigerwald show on am 1250 the answer and you know there's no end to these kinds of stories i actually ran out of time in the last segment i and so i'm going to carry it over here um i can't remember i can't decide which one to do first i have a couple of minutes so i'm going to go with a stand at stanford the term homosexual will no longer be used when discussing the spread of hepatitis and hiv um, now, get, understand that the um, Center for Disease Control had a report updated in 2016 that said gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men have a higher chance of getting viral hepatitis, including hepatitis A, B, and C, which is our, the, the diseases that affect the liver. But the students there thought that that was kind of, you know, off-putting, that it, 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 was, uh, it, it, it was not nice uh, because it wasn't – you know, it offended the gay people who were more susceptible to that disease. Even though it's true, they don't want people to, to say it. 
which is where we are in the world right now. Um, and so there's a, they're now not, they don't want to use the word homosexual. So they're using uh, a term called MSM, men who have sex with men. Uh, and that, uh, that's a, it says here that that's a term that you're going to be hearing more and more, um, that MS, a homosexual is no longer, uh, considered, you know, polite, I guess. So it's MSM. And there was a long time when, when, uh, there were there was a, a movement if that's a, if that's the right word to make people believe that you could get AIDS from normal normal heterosexual sexual activity, which was not true unless the woman was having sex with a man who was infected with HIV. But uh, two men could were a hundred times more likely to end up with AIDS. Than a man and a woman, or and what they tried to promote was that uh, promiscuous men, just men who were having normal heterosexual sex, but with lots of women, were susceptible to AIDS. And it just wasn't true. wasn't true. And it took the CDC a long time before they finally admitted to it. So this is still there's still a, a remnant of that out there apparently, where they don't even want to tell students that that's the case because it might offend gay people. Last one here. How much time I got, Aaron? Okay. Uh, I'll just. This is from the UK. We 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 find out that a lot of this stuff begins over there, and this is in this, on the same theme. And I apologize, but you know it's out there. Uh, boys can have periods too. Children to be taught and latest victory. That's called a victory for transgender campaigners. That's the Telegraph. Uh, that's that's where the story appeared, and uh, this is in the UK. School children will be taught that all genders can have periods in new sex education lessons in a victory for transgender rights campaigners. The advice to teachers was approved by Brighton and Hove City Council as they try to tackle stigma around menstruation. The new advice follows a council report report which said, quote, trans boys and men and non-binary people may have periods, adding that menstruation must be inclusive of all genders. I I don't know. I don't know what to say, except that we're doomed. I mean, this is is a, a, a story that is supposed to be taken seriously. And the headline is, Boys Can Have Periods Too, Children to Be Taught in Latest Victory for Transgender Campaigners. Let's all exult in the victory. Oh, we're doomed. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.